You're listening to episode 9 of the Full-Time Podcast Producer, where we are going to be answering the main question that I get from people who are interested in starting a podcast. Today I'm going to answer a question that I get pretty often in podcasting, which is, how long should my podcast be? How long should my episodes be? And the answer that I give to all of them is, it depends. That's that's not a comp out, I promise. It really, really depends on a few key factors, and I'm going to share those with you today, and also how my opinion on this topic has actually morphed and evolved as time has gone on, and give you my perspective and my answer to this question from a producer standpoint, and also from a podcaster standpoint. So you get the best of both worlds. Real quick, though, I want to give credit where credit is due. Buzzsprout had a blog article on this topic. I want to say I saw it at the beginning of this year, end of last year, and it really morphed my perspective. Maybe not quite at the time, but they gave me a lot to think about, and they also were able to put to words a lot of the ideas that I had had floating around in my head when it came to this topic. Unfortunately, I was not able to find it. I will continue to look. So in the event that I do find it, I will link it down in the show notes below. So feel free to scroll down, look for it there. Maybe it's there by now, but I just wasn't able to find it. But I want to give them credit because I remember it being a very, very good article. And they broke it down like this. When it comes to length for a podcast episode, you really have three options. You have what I call your small tier mid-tier, and long-tier content. And there are advantages to each one, and there are some disadvantages to some of them. So we're going to go over that today real quick before we go any farther. If you're new to the show, be sure you subscribe. If this content is helpful, be sure that you're sharing it around, and that just helps the show grow. And I'd really like to hear from you if there's something that I've said that has helped. And any questions that you have, you can always send those to me by using the links to my LinkedIn down in the show notes below. So before I said there are three options, I want to let you know that there's actually a fourth option that I'll share with you at the end, which one of my clients actually discovered, and she's been doing an amazing job with it, and it has me really excited because I want to try it at some point. But first, we have short-tier content. This is your episode that is about 10 to 15 minutes in length, and these shows are becoming more and more popular, I'm noticing. The average attention span is shrinking, and so we're starting to see on social media platforms that this kind of content is being rewarded. You have TikTok, now you have everyone trying to replicate TikTok. Before TikTok, we had Reels or or Vines or, or whatever you want to call them, and everything seems to be really short and really condensed and, and really stimulating, but just in a really, really small package. And podcasting is not like that. It's really, really hard to do a podcast in a 30 to 90 second window, but it is possible to do a podcast in a five to 15 minute window. And that's kind of the format that I use with this show. It allows me to present ideas quickly, condensed in a really raw kind of state. And I can focus on really finite topics and keep it Pretty simple, pretty short, pretty straightforward. That allows me more time when it comes to working on other episodes. So in this case, I'm able to put out two a week. And it also is something that some people are looking for. A lot of people like to have content that is condensed, that is very raw, that is very focused, I should say. 
and that they can consume in bite-sized chunks. Now, that's from the podcaster perspective. I do see two additional benefits to doing this from the producer perspective, not really related to time, but more related to the stats. On one hand, we see that there is something called a listen-through rate, and that's going to be something that plays a factor in short-tier content and long-tier content most, in my experience. But the listen-through rate, the LTR, is the amount of time that the average listener has sat down and listened to the entire episode. And so if I have a show and I have, let's say, a 90% LTR, that means on average the listener has gotten to 90% of my episode before switching off. Some people got it all the way through. Some people didn't make it to 90%. That's just an average. And the higher that average is, the more it feeds the algorithm, which we don't entirely understand still with a lot of these platforms, but the more it feeds the algorithm as far as what is recommended feed, and it also will get people excited when it comes to how popular your show is. Downloads are one thing, but having a really high listen-through rate means that people are engaged with your show and a lot of people are listening to it all the way through. I see some shows that don't make it to 90%. It's a good day if they make it to almost 70%. And it comes down sometimes to how long the show is, which we'll talk about that when we get to the long tier content, kind of the opposite of what's going on there. Another factor that I see is when episodes are really, really small, you might see a larger number of downloads because people, whether they are looking for a short show or a long show, usually they've set aside the same amount of time to listen to a podcast. So if I have a 15-minute podcast and it's what we call bingeable, in other words, it's really easy for people to go from episode to episode seamlessly and, and not get tired and not get bored, then we see that there's more downloads in proportion to the number of episodes you have, as opposed to an episode that's going to take them a quarter of their day to listen to. That's something that I'm seeing just on the stat side and something that I'm still playing with. I don't have a lot of research on short tier content at this time, but this is just what I see and why I made the choices that I made with this show specifically, because I really believe in this format and I think that there is a place for it in podcasting with audiences. The next option when it comes to episode length would be what I call mid-tier content. This is going to be your episodes that are around 30 minutes. I would actually say closer to 25 to 35 minutes. And this is something that when I started podcasting was a very logical choice because the average commute for a person to go to work was at the time, this was 2019, I believe the census said it was about 25 minutes of travel that someone had to go from home to get to work. And so during that time, it just makes sense that your episode for your podcast would be about that time because it would be something that they could consume in a bite-sized chunk for that portion of time. It's also believed, according to the data from that year, that the time people were listening to podcasts was on their commute to work. So it just made a lot of sense. I'm going to work. I'm going to listen to this podcast that is this amount, a length of time, and it is going to be that part of my day that I listen to shows, and it just fits really, really well. 
Another advantage to this style of show is you can start doing interviews here. It's really hard to do an interview in a 15-minute show. I, I haven't figured out a way to do it. When we get to doing interviews on this show, these episodes will be much longer. But for a half-hour show, you can still have a guest on who can come in and drop some pearls of wisdom that you can reflect with them on and have a pretty solid show, depending on the kind of content that you are trying to communicate. You can also have a half-hour show where you're sitting down and it's just you talking and you can flush out more ideas than you can in a 15-minute episode or go even deeper in some topics if that is the way you are trying to convey information to your audience. On the production side, when it comes to a half-hour show, it also seems to line up really, really well with some of the plans that we see for host platforms. Most host platforms are built in a way based off of time. In other words, you buy this package and you get this amount of time that you are able to use at your disclosure to upload episodes for your show. And a lot of those plans seem to complement something closer to a 30 to 45 minute episode length show. In other words, if I have a weekly show and there's on average four release dates for my show each month, sometimes there's five, but that only happens twice a year. And I have, let's say, let's say it's a 40 minute show. Well, that means that I have four episodes times 40 that comes out to about three hours of time and the lower end package with Buzzsprout, their most basic package is for three hours a month. We see something similar with some of the other platforms. And so it makes sense that they are trying to cater to the weekly shows that are in this mid tier range. So from the producer side, it makes sense to kind of cater to those kinds of clients because they're able to put out weekly content, which is really, really good for podcasts. And it's going to fit really nicely and with a lot of the package options that are available to them on these host platforms. Finally, we have long tier content. And this is what I would say is for any show that is 45 minutes plus. I think in the article, it actually talked about it being 60 minutes to two hours or even beyond that. In my experience, 45 minutes is where people are in it for the long haul as far as their episodes. That, that's just how things have lined up on, on my end for our business. So 45 minutes plus. I'm not sure why because I tend to make content that's a lot shorter than that. But this style of show has become very, very popular with my peers and their clients. Other people that I see in the industry, they're really starting to have an influx of clients that are in this. I had one friend who actually was citing data saying that this has become a really, really popular show. I never got that article, but it's a trusted source. I'm pretty sure I could reach out to her and get it if I needed to. But what I'm finding is that this style of show is pretty popular. And there's a few reasons for that. Number one, if you're wanting to have really long interviews, you're able to go super deep into some topics. In fact, you'll find that you're able to go deeper than you could in a 30-minute conversation because it takes them 20 minutes of that 30-minute conversation to actually warm up to the interview. And so that home run content that you're really looking for, you might only have 10 minutes of that. Versus if you have an hour-long podcast, they finally warmed up you're 20 minutes in, you have 40 minutes to sit down and talk with them about what it is you're really, really wanting to present to your audience. 
And if that's the most important thing, then a half hour show is going to make sense for you because that's the kind of content you're wanting to make. This style of show is also great for storytelling. It's really, really good for dramas or long tail interviews, as we've already talked about. For example, Joe Rogan, extremely long show. Also, you might find that these shows are very, very organic. You can get away with doing a bit less editing on an hour long show because of the kind of conversation you're wanting to have, making it really real, really raw. And it might not take as much work as you originally thought it would for a half hour show because you're trying to get a 40 minute conversation into a 30 minute window with a really long show. You don't have restrictions like that. The drawback to this style, though, is let's say you are wanting a really finely polished show. Well, that's going to be a lot of work to get done and to have done. Also, the amount of time that it takes for you to record these episodes, let's say that it is a drama or something that takes a lot of storyboarding, well, that's a lot harder to storyboard a 60-minute episode than it is for a 30-minute episode. Same thing goes for having a guest on the show. You're asking them to set aside a considerable amount of time to just sit and talk with you on your show with your audience. And hopefully they're really fine with that. But that's a lot of time. And if you already have a business attached to your show, that's also time you're taking away from your business. So that's something else to keep in mind, too. Another drawback goes back to the listen-through rate, which I already talked about a bit. But what we find is with longer-tier content, there is a negative correlation. In other words, the other stat goes down when it comes to listen-through rate. The longer your show is, the lower your listen-through rate is expected to be on average. Now, there are things that you can do to raise your listen-through rate, especially if you have a very niched audience, and you can still have a show that's pretty bingeable despite the fact that it is an hour long or, or 45 minutes long or three hours long might actually be pushing it, but it just depends on your target audience. But these are things that you really want to keep in mind. One more thing on the long-tier content on just the producer side is going to be the cost. If you have someone that you have working on your show, well, get ready to pay considerably more for a show that's in this longer tier area because you are paying for someone to go through and take care of your show. But you probably knew that before you decided to hire someone for it. So just a word to the wise, maybe I'm preaching to the choir here. Now, I know I'm going over, but I wanted to just give you this last piece, which discusses that additional option that one of my clients discovered that I am loving. And it's really a hybrid system. What she has created is what she calls the wheel and spoke method. At the beginning of each month, she has a wheel episode. This is a 30 minute episode. This is where she does a deep dive onto a topic or has someone on the show to do an interview. And this was how she was doing her show on a biweekly basis before she pivoted to this method. 
For the remaining weeks of that month, she does what she calls a spoke episode. This ends up being a 10 to 15 minute episode where she does a deep dive on a very specific aspect of the topic that she discussed. Maybe it's an aspect she hasn't talked about yet. Sometimes it's an exercise or activity that she has for her audience to do along with her as they are exploring this topic. And it has been very well received. She is able to cover a nice plethora of topics that some need more time to discuss the way she wants to, some that need less time to discuss the way that she wants to, and her audience is able to come in and pick and choose, and it ends up almost being like a curriculum. And I'm really, really enjoying it, partly because I'm a big fan of this show, and partly because I'm excited to see how she's able to use the best of both worlds when it comes to the medium tier and the short tier content to create the show that she wants both metrically and also content-wise. If you'd like to hear an example of that show, it is called The Remote Work Retirement Show over there with Camille Attell. Just go over there, give it a listen, and think about it. It might work really, really well for you. And while you're there, be sure you tell her that I said hi. So these are just some thoughts, guys. I really, really hope this helps you. If it has, again, be sure that you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode we release here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And if you have any questions for me, feel free to reach out. My contact is in the show notes down below. You can get a hold of me through LinkedIn, connect with me there, or just send me an email. In the meantime, guys, I hope that you are having a great week, and I will talk to you again very, very soon.